The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. Danny boy, the weather's getting nice, huh? Man, it's go time over here at Calibrated. Can finally get outside. Duramax Tuner Calibrated Power. Guys, don't forget, you can call in, order any product, let your sales rep know that you are a podcast listener and you want a free t-shirt. Your sales rep will get you hooked up with a free t-shirt. You just already have to be shipping something to you. Paul will give you the free t-shirt off his back. Literally. Literally, it's an XL. You can have it. It smells a little bit. Um, A lot of it. That is really exciting. This type of weather, also, Danny, I think my favorite part, yes, we get all the trucks out of the garage finally. Everybody wants to build their shit or it has already broken their shit. Um, But tractors, so much fun working with the, the farmers out there. If you're a farmer, you got a John Deere case, New Holland, or even just anything else, get a hold of us. Let's talk a little bit about- Versatile. We do a ton of versatiles. First, yeah, absolutely. Let, let's let's talk a little bit about making your tractor more efficient, making your farming operation more efficient through tuning. We can do that. That's really awesome stuff. Actually, I almost sometimes, and I'll say sometimes, have more fun tuning tractors and combi- uh, combines than I do trucks. It's a, it's a definitely different. It's a different customer, right? But yeah, oh, yeah, but we're always happy to help. So if there's anything we can do, let us know. Uh, upcoming episodes, Danny, I am getting really excited. Memorial Day weekend, folks, I'm going out to get married. Wah, wah, wah. Right. <laughs> good idea, bad idea, don't know yet. I think it sounds good. Uh, she told me it's a good idea, so there's something. Right, right. Already, Yeah, already got a baby boy, so we figured why not? Let's just tie the knot. But Memorial Day weekend, we are going to do a salute. To veterans in diesel. That was Paul giving the over the uh, podcast salute, if that, you couldn't see that. That's it. Yeah, you may not be able to see me since this is an audio podcast. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're going to do a salute to veterans in diesel. We got a lot of great guys together uh, that work in the diesel performance community, uh, whether they're shop owners or truck owners. And we just really want to try to do something to highlight that. We also got a chance to talk with the guys from the Tattered Flag Project. And we're going to be doing an interview with the guys from... Uh, Wounded Veterans Foundation, really excited for both of those. So two good groups that you can go out and talk to and and do a little bit more with and help give back. It's going to be an honor to be able to talk to those guys. Absolutely. Before we dive into today's episode, we did have a listener question. We're going to start trying to bring these out more and more, guys. I know in the past, Danny, Rich, our producer, and I have always jumped onto the Facebook questions and just replied to your questions directly. We will still try to do that. There's a reality that we're kind of busy and, and sometimes we're a little bit slow on our response to help with that. We're going to start bringing in a listener question segment. So please, any question about diesel that you have message us on Facebook, which Danny killing it up to 6,000 likes on our Facebook page. We've never promoted it. We've never pushed it. Hey listeners, do us a favor, jump on and like our Facebook page while you're there. Send us a message. We'll read your message. We'll read your question on the air and we'll do the best we can to answer it. That's all organic too. Yeah, all organic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just us, that's just us doing a mediocre Home job. Homegrown, organic right. likes. <laughs> Danny, uh, I don't know. I did not prepare you or warn you at all about this, this idea I had. I, I literally just new? walked in and started talking. What's new? I'm used to <laughs> Paul has made me be comfortable with being uncomfortable throughout yeah. the you know, year or so we've done this podcast. That's what she said. Um, okay. Brad Sellers messaged us at the fa- at the Facebook page, said, I've listened to your diesel truck buyer's guide, which was great, uh, but I've got one more scenario for you. Danny, what's the scenario? 
Well, it looks like I'm looking to spend 20 grand on a used three-quarter ton 4x4. It would be a daily driver, so reliability is a huge concern. Would only want a light tow tune on stock parts. Which truck engine would you recommend in that price range? Thanks, guys, with an exclamation point. Now, now, before we get started, Danny, obviously you have extensive experience selling used diesel trucks. Oh, yeah. So, so you have a real good handle on where the market is. Now, where you work, though, generally did tend towards be the higher end of the pricing. Yeah. Right? So whatever you guys sold at that dealership, usually you could find something comparable a little bit cheaper. But but we want to give some reference here. So, yeah. so Danny's advice is going to be based off going to a dealership. What would you recommend to spend 20 grand at a dealership on a truck that's going to be reliable? That's a no-brainer for me personally. I'm going to look for a $20,000 LBZ. I mean, do you think a $20,000 LBZ is still going to be reliable? We're starting to get into that world where, at least at the lot you were at, $20,000 LBZ's probably got 180,000 plus on it for mileage. Yeah, and that's that's a really loaded question. That's a really good question you asked here, uh, Mr. Brad Sellers. Um, $20,000, it's tough to find a really nice, reliable truck that doesn't need a CP3, doesn't need injectors, doesn't need all this expensive work. I mean, we've seen $20,000 7.3s that I would never pay that, but $20,000 VP Cummins. Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen them. If they're in real low miles and real good condition and that matters to you, you're going to be buying something older. Um, to buy something decent and reliable, I'm right there with you on, on the, the LBZ. I may actually say you probably can get a little bit less miles or a little bit better package option. So like your bells and whistles, your features. Uh, if you went with a Cummins, I would not do a $20,000 Ford diesel. I just wouldn't. That's yeah. just me. Hey. Um, you wouldn't do a Ford whether it was free. I don't think you'd do a Ford, oh, period. Man, those new 6, 7 liters, you know, yeah. I've been I've been eyeballing them. I've been yeah. eye-fucking them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not there yet. I'm not sold on the Oval. Well, $20,000, I would actually unwind that question a little bit if the customer was right in front of me and really find out his finance financing options. If he's pay, paying cash for this truck, it's a different game than if he's <sighs> financing. fucking car sellers, man. No, it's the truth. Be th think about this. My budget's twenty grand. It's none of your business how I pay for it. Well, actually, at this time, it is. <laughs> because it's my job to get you in the seat. And if, I, hear uh, I can't get you finance on that truck, then I'm not going to sell you that truck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Me personally, I would say go go out, go buy used, go on Craigslist and all of the other places that we all search for trucks on. Um, I personally would probably be pushing more towards a 5.9 Cummins because I do think that you could get a few more options or a, few, a little bit lower of mileage. Yeah, you might be doing some front end work and some steering components and you do have to keep an eye on the transmission. But this message here to me doesn't scream that he's looking for big power, so he's not looking for a power platform. Right. He's looking for something to drive every day. We've all seen Duramaxes and Cummins with hundreds and hundreds of thousand miles. We just had a guy in uh, just yesterday, million miles on one, 500,000 on his next one. It's an LML. The other one was an LMM. Hot shotter. Uh, hot shotter, still driving them. Wife still drives. It's got 1.2 million miles on it. Wife still drives it every day. And uh, he does a lot of trips to... Uh you know, Canada and all over the map. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Really good guy. Uh, really good question. Thank you so much for sending that in, Brad Sellers. Uh, we certainly appreciate your interaction with us. Again, check us out on Facebook. We are at the Diesel Performance Podcast. Also, new announcement. I believe we are launching a YouTube channel just for the podcast. Mm -hmm. yes, we are. Man, another notch in the belt. We keep 
adding and adding to this podcast. It's been unbelievable. Yeah, I think the thing is that our our podcast, we've always put up a video version onto YouTube. Uh, Rich, our producer, has been kind enough to do that and kind of share the Duramax Tuner YouTube channel. We are clogging up the Duramax Tuner YouTube channel. There's a bunch of these hour, 30-minute, hour, hour and 20-minute episodes. And we're going to start to try to go to a new format for that. So we want to find a a unique place that you can watch just podcast info. So you'll get all of our podcasts in one place, be able to watch them on YouTube. That way anybody can consume them anywhere. I'm really excited about that. Don't forget about SoundCloud. We are on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. That is a thing which we are on. And that's everything I know about SoundCloud. Um, (laughs) That is very obvious. Finally, though, finally, we're we're done paying all the bills. We're done talking about all the stuff we have to talk about. I'm really fucking excited. Kelsey Epp, how the hell are you? I am freaking amazing. How are you? (laughs) Doing great. We're doing great. Doing great. Recording on a Thursday, not a Friday, but it feels like Friday. Well, just good. Why don't we tell everybody why we're doing this on a Thursday and not a Friday, Paul? Yeah, well, it's my bachelor parties tomorrow, so I will... I will be indisposed at 5 o'clock. Are you sure it's going to take that long? <laughs> yeah, well, I get off at noon tomorrow, so I'm pretty sure I'll be indisposed by 2, right? Uh, but yeah, Kelsey up. we are so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we got to run into Kelsey out at the Ultimate Callout Challenge. Yeah, I finally got to meet you guys <laughs> after how many years of trying. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know it. I know it. And Kelsey, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on is because we think a lot of guys in social media have at the very least seen your name come up multiple, multiple times. Obviously, you've been at the uh, Diesel Power Challenge before, You're all over social media. You work in diesel performance. Uh, before we get too far into it, though, we always like to ask our guests, what got you started in diesel performance? Um, I really liked trucks as a young kid, and then when I was 14, my grandpa bought a Duramax, 2003 Duramax, and we, then when I went to college, I ended up buying it from him, but at that time, it was starting to really, um, need work, so I, so I had to start getting it worked on while I was going to college, and ran into a diesel performance shop in the town I was going to college and they were into racing diesels and all into Duramax performance. So it just worked out and they got me hooked. Brian Spooner actually took me for a ride in his white GMC when it was probably a 12 second truck, which was ridiculous for that time. (laughs) And that's, I, I came back and the guy said I was just glowing. I was just in love with diesel performance. (laughs) That is awesome. I can't believe Brian Spooner, who, of course, uh, we interviewed with Jamie Stajanowski from JNR Auto. They uh, had the truck uh, Blower Max. Awesome. Which is they're no, on the. Blowing smoke. Blowing I smoke. Need your, uh, it's blowing smoke. Ooh, I just said Blower Max, which is a sled pull truck around our area. I apologize. You're absolutely correct. Blowing smoke. You're blowing um, smoke. <laughs> that's usually. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, my God. Was that was it JNR Auto? Was that the shop that you were hanging out at? Yes, that was the one. With Jamie, Jamie, hey, Jamie, Jamie. Those are your yeah, guys, man. Those guys are awesome. Just great friends. So, are you in the Lloydminster area then? No, I'm actually well, eight, nine hours drive from there now. <laughs> but and that's I had to drive back and forth like every second weekend. I was driving back home eight hours in my O three. Oh, so, my goodness. Racking up the miles, miles Back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, walk us through. What did you do to the, to the LB7? Um, 
so it's it's still stock turbo. Uh, we did injectors and modded the CP3 in it, and uh, Adrenaline Truck Performance tuned it for me, and it's been sitting at 587 horsepower for probably the last five or six years now, and I think all I've done in the last five or six years to it was change the water pump, and I drag race it, like, probably... 100 passes a year. Wow, that's awesome. (laughs) That's getting after it. Okay, okay, and that's been really reliable for you then, huh? Oh, it's incredible, yeah. What kind of stuff do you do for maintenance? Guys are always asking us, like, how can I keep my LB7 on the road? What do you do for maintenance on that truck? Well, first off, I don't drive it in the winter. First off, which is Which is like all fucking year in Canada. (laughs) What do you mean you don't drive it? So you don't drive it? you don't drive it, yeah. (laughs) I just put insurance on it just so it'll it'll be insured from may till october and that's it (laughs) but um it gets an oil change once or twice a year depending on how many kilometers i put on it but i mean it's basically just drive to our local strip and race all weekend and drive home so it's yeah an oil change once a year and i run ams oil and everything and i've obviously had good luck with it so it's what i continue to use Hell yeah. What class do you enter when you like to race it? Uh, we have street class up here, and then when I go to Edmonton, it's the sportsman class. Awesome. That's what we have out here as well. Yeah. What are the restrictions on a class like that? What's the rules? Uh, I think you can't be faster than 12 seconds and can't have, like, open headers, and you have to have street-approved tires, mm-hmm. dot-approved tires. Same deal. Yeah. Can't be coming up there tubbed out and stuff, talking about I want to run in the street class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Real daily drivers. Okay, what's the truck run? Uh, 12 and a half to 12.8. Nice. So, it's, yeah, it's about 6,900 pounds, so works D- out. Danny, yeah. I think she might have you, bro. I think she might have old Ron Burgundy in the bag. Well, you got to understand that I race my truck at full weight. I don't ever put it on a diet before I take it to the drag strip. I like to know when I'm running, um, you know, like I drive every single day to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I run, you know, 1270s pretty consistently, no problem. But. Fastest drag racer with the most amount of excuses, Danny Voss, folks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, most um, experienced the best. Ooh, I don't. She's got a. She's I'm got a hundred passes a year okay. for the last five years, bro. I'm, I'm talking about at calibrated. Okay. 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 Yeah, not, okay. Not he ever, narrowed the audience. Yeah, he, not. I, he said excluding Kelsey. Kelsey uh, yeah. Excluding. He's Kel- the fastest one in the room. Right. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Well, you gotta understand. I spray that truck, but I've never sprayed it at the drag strip. So I always have a little trick up my sleeve. <laughs> if I need it. So. You're a sandbagger once in a while. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fucking sandbagger. I'm I'm gonna spray paint that down the side of the truck. <laughs> um, okay, Kelsey, back to you. So you got quite a bit of experience with drag racing. What are some of the entry level tips you can give other people who are looking to get into the sportsman class or the street class? Um I would have to say just make sure you talk to someone that knows what they're doing um have someone take you up to the to the lights and show you how they work and everything because i had a huge blunder the first time i went up to the lights and freaked out what happened i would just make sure that you're prepared and know exactly how the lights work oh i put my truck in reverse and left it in reverse no that that's common (laughs) that is seriously common it was it was terrorizing (laughs) oh actually i was teaching my sister how to drag race for ws6 and 
we were in the burnout box. She uh, did a burnout in reverse back because she backed up to the water. Yeah. Did a burnout in reverse, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, like that could have been a bad deal. People get nervous when they oh, get up yeah. there for the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, God knows when I, the first time I dragged race, I had some problems at the lights as well. I did not know my transfer case was upside down, so I was trying to force it into four-wheel drive high, and it was actually four-wheel drive low. Uh, the Humvee did not like that. It did not like a, a full pass in, in four low. But okay, but but Kelsey, you got it in reverse. Apparently, you didn't crash into the guy behind you, though, right? You didn't hit the no, guy in the I burnout only box. Went like a foot. I realized it right away, but I mean, the damage was done. Everyone was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great story, at least to tell. That's good. At least you can laugh at yeah. it now, too, right? Yeah, and I, I I'm really passionate about getting new drag racers out there. Last year at our local track, we started um, doing street nights on Friday nights. Finally, and uh, I I really love helping people learn how to drag race. It's it's a fantastic feeling helping them. You know, drag racers in the pits, like talking about how to drag race, nicest group of people you can imagine. Going over and inspecting their vehicles under the hood, apparently a big no-no at the track. Whereas a sled pulling, nobody really gives a fuck, which is weird because I find more people cheating in sled pulling than drag racing. Danny, do you see the same thing? You go to both. If you ain't cheating, you ain't eating. Ah. And I ain't hungry. <laughs> okay, how about you, Kelsey? You go around, you start poking around under the hood of somebody else's truck at the uh, drag strip. Do they get offended, or are they okay with it? Um, there's not too many trucks there, but I mean, every I think lots of people are happy to talk about their vehicle and show it off. Yeah, that's what I find. Okay, everyone love- loves talking about their own truck, right? Oh yeah, yeah. they can true. go on and on about that. That's true. Well, you might be a little nicer when you first talk to him than I am, too. So maybe that's my problem. Might maybe be, it's all me. Might, maybe it's all my abrasiveness. Maybe. All right. Um, Kelsey, now, obviously, the LB7 is not what you had in the Diesel Power Challenge. What year was that? I, it was, was it last year? It was last year, yes. It was last so year. So that is an 02 LB7 GMC. My black one is a Chevy. Okay. Um, so the OTGMC I bought with a built motor in it and with the triples on it. And it blew up as soon as I got home. No. Literally. Oh, no. What so blew up on it? It's uh, the last guy that worked on it forgot to tighten the harmonic balancer. Oh. And it busted the crank. Oh, we've seen it. We've seen it a so, couple times. I had to learn right from scratch to rebuild that whole thing. Then, after the power challenge, I had to learn to build the engine. <laughs> <laughs> and I love diving so into we, that. Anyway, we put in a new engine, and uh, new trans, uh, Demetri Millard, Nozone Diesel, built the trans. And uh, we got all the turbos rebuilt. Pretty much everything from the ground up we had to redo. It was a mess, like all the wiring and everything. So... I really had to learn a lot in a very short period of time to get ready to go to the Power Challenge. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, walk me through how you first got it. So you got it with triple turbos. What size turbos? So it, it still has the same size turbos. The 266 is feeding into a 72. Okay. And I have 269 sitting here waiting to replace the 66s. Are you going to wait for them to blow up, or are you just going to wait to get greedy and want more power? I'm going to wait to get greedy. <laughs> Is it an SXC charger? 
Yeah, uh, the SXEs, the new ones are SXEs, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's all anybody's running now, man. Borg Warner killing it. Man, it is killing it. You know what's funny is I've asked like three guys like, hey, what's different about the SXE turbos than than the old ones? They're like, they fucking rip. (laughs) They fucking rip, bro. That's it. That's all all you need to know. And they do. I mean, we've seen them do nothing but but kill it. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I will agree with that. Yeah. All right, so you got two 69 SXEs waiting to go in to replace the 66s, feeding into a 72 in the valley. What about fuel? Let's talk injectors. Dynamite diesel supermental injectors. So I'm going to guess they're around 250%. Okay. Yeah, they don't they don't measure in percent, right? Because they're horsepower, and then once they get into that big, it's just their series, right? Yeah, exactly. Supermentals is just what they're called. But Dang, Paul, you yeah. actually did some homework for once. We interviewed <laughs> Lenny, Lenny Reed, Reed, but that doesn't mean and, you were... And I didn't get his name wrong this time, hey, so I've said it wrong like three times. Impressive, but right. you know, for you to retain some knowledge there, I am impressed. I'm So it's it's names and injector sizes are the two things that I just... I will never remember, like, unless you tell me in percent, it's so... I actually have crib notes. There's actually... I have little notes here that, that are written down to, to convert percent to horsepower. Um, but yeah... Yeah, that it happens. Okay, I'm sorry, Kelsey. We're rambling again. You can tell, uh, you you can tell that we are ready for this. So, 250 percent ish injectors, supermentals from DDP. Mm-hmm. 266 and, is 72, and then what do we got for a pump? Uh, the CP3s yep. are um, an ATS kit with a BD 12 mil pump and a stock pump on top. Okay. So that that could be an upgrade too that I could do this year. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it the one you, stock pump to a bigger pump? Yeah. Are Are you out of CP three? I mean, I would imagine a twelve and a stock would be fine. To be honest with you. I mean, uh, for now. Yeah. No. <laughs> Once we go bigger, we might need more fuel to back it up, huh? Yeah. So when I went to Diesel Power Challenge, I had um, just cast pistons in that engine, and once we blew that one up because we got contaminated fuel. Um, oh. Then we went with forged so and a billet crank. Like, we went full out. Like, this is a UCC Duramax engine. Yeah. What uh, what did it make on the dyno at uh, Diesel Power Challenge? At Diesel Power Challenge, it was corrected. It was, like, 1170. Okay. And uh, it, we made... 13, and that's on fuel. So oh, wow. we made 13 something on uh, the ATS dyno outside when they ha- in March last year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She's fucking getting it. So what? what's it run for quarter miles? She's got a trip. Now that it's together and, <laughs> and rebuilt with forged pistons and billet crank and all of that. Okay. So last year was a major learning curve. Um, we blew it up on the first. Um, Strip at Diesel Power Challenge against Charlie Keeter. I hit the nitrous bottle, bottle, and it just decided that that was the end of it. That injector kept sticking open, and it finally just split the piston. She gone. So I ran like eleven one with only half track power. And then wait, only eleven one? What does that mean? (laughs) That's pretty pretty fast. (laughs) So then after that, we went to the new engine. Finally. but when we did the new engine, we had checked out the tranny and everything, and the torque converter had ballooned a little bit. So we didn't want to use that torque converter, so we tried a different one from Gorend instead of Suncoast, what, what I had. 
that was working fantastic, the Suncoast, but it had ballooned a little bit, so we didn't want to put it back in with the new engine. So we tried a gore end, and it absolutely did not work. It would not spool at all. It was terrifying. Like, I, I can't believe how much torque converters make a difference. Totally different truck. It is so, a big game changer. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so then we ended up going to an ATS converter. Um, that didn't quite work out as good either. We, uh, I launched it so hard at the track this la- the last time that I took it to the track in October last year. And it blew the front U-joint. And I had drive shaft loops and everything, but it ripped off my engine oil filter. Oh, my God. Down the track. So, of course, I turned the truck off right away. I didn't really know what was going on, but I turned the truck off right away. That was my last pass down the track. So I have not officially made a full power pass down the track. Oh, no. So you had a hoop on the um, small 4x4 drive shaft? Yeah. Wow. That, those are and expensive. It busted and bent everything under there. Oh. Kelsey, yeah. <laughs> you do not have the Irish luck in your truck, I see. I had a terrible year last year, but I really hope that we've got most things ironed out for this year. Now, Diesel Power Challenge last year, I seem to remember a video of your truck hanging an injector. Isn't the sled pull the last event? Yeah, I had already the piston at that point had already split but the piston we just had to run it anyway send Fuck it, it send it, send it. <laughs> she sent it and you unplugged the injector if i remember right didn't you yeah we did <laughs> yeah and it, it would not spool because there was all kinds of i don't know something that blew off on the oil return lines or something so it was spewing oil everywhere and i it wasn't going to move the sled i touched the nitrous button and it started moving. Oh, my and God. And it was started to cook on nitrous. Like, it was going. And then the tea case broke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even just keep all the damage just to the engine, huh? You just had to go through and no. ruin everything. Yeah, it was, it was pretty incredible. But I felt good feeling that I actually finished the event. And we still got fourth place, which awesome. isn't terrible considering I blew up halfway through, so... That is awesome. Fourth place on seven cylinders. What an experience that was. <laughs> okay, well let's let's talk about it. So what else went right? What what did you do really well with at the Diesel Power Challenge? Uh, well the dyno was all right, but that's when the injector started to hang open. Like when we pulled off the dyno, you could really hear it. Um, the trailer challenge wasn't bad. That was pretty good, and. Uh, the fuel, oh yeah, the fuel economy, that was what they changed this year. So we, yeah. no one knew what to expect. So I had all these, I had Idaho Rob put all these weird tunes in my truck to try to get really good fuel economy and no smoke. Well, it turns out this fuel economy thing is more like a video game on the dyno where you have to keep your speed in between the lines. Right. So, and that, and then they measure fuel economy after 20 minutes of that. So and then they dock you points if you go out of out of the line. So it wasn't really an emissions thing. It was just that's the kind of thing that they used to test it, I guess. But yeah, so that's just how they measured their fuel. So it did really well in that. I think it tied for third. Oh wow! But that was interesting. That yeah, is it, a hard test. Got, 
KJ was yeah. telling us about how hard that test really is to perform. And if you've never practiced, um, you know, it's something that's hard to practice. There for. is no way to yeah, practice. How do you? There's no way to practice that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he was telling us about it. I thought it was probably the coolest change they made to the diesel power challenge, in my opinion. Yeah, it's definitely really neat. We just, we were, we didn't know what to expect. But it still did all right, so. Sure, okay. Uh, you work in diesel performance as well, right, Kelsey? Um, actually, I don't officially. I am a gas plant operator. Okay. And that is how I pay for my diesel performance. <laughs> addiction so i supreme diesel is like my family i practically live there because i'm not a mechanic by trade obviously i have to learn everything so i spend a lot of time there and i help them out as much as i can and they actually offered to let me buy into their new web store which i'm going to do so we're going to be business partners awesome oh, congratulations and where is supreme diesel located Supreme Diesel is in Sexsmith, Alberta, Canada. It is very far north. And um, it's just a little bit out of Grand Prairie, Alberta, which would be the biggest city around. Way up north. Way up north. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, awesome. So you are the creepy chick that hung out in the shop so much they had to offer you a job, is, is really what you're telling us. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The stalker yeah. who would Everyone not go there home. Is just been fantastic people and have helped me out so much i'm just really i'm blessed to have that great of people around me i hear you well that's awesome yeah absolutely i mean you're literally there so much and posting so much we thought you worked there <laughs> i know she now somewhat do. owns it right right <laughs> now now going into partnership that's awesome well we're excited for that um Kelsey, yeah. what do you think are some words of advice you'd give to somebody who's new to diesel performance what would you have wished somebody told you when you first started run a long ways away. <laughs> um, you know what? It's, I'm really, really passionate about this. So um, you, get, you have to give up a lot of things if you want to go a long ways in diesel because it's so much more expensive than, say, building a gas car. I mean, if you're building a full, full-out race car, that could be more expensive, but just a general race car is a lot cheaper to build than a diesel truck, obviously. So you have to be very passionate, and you have to just love diesel. And that's, that's what I feel the biggest thing is, because there's going to be lots of things you're going to have to sacrifice if you want to build a high-performance diesel. What are you willing to give up to be a badass in diesel? That's a good question. It's a give and take. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, what question should we have asked you today that we didn't? I want to I wanna ask a question. Oh, oh, yeah. Answer Danny's first. Go. What does your truck cut as far as a 60-foot time, typically? Uh, the green one or the black one? Both. Uh, I, I can't remember what the green one is, but the black one, uh, 168, is like the best probably. Nice. Better than you, Danny. Oh, yeah, that's nasty. <laughs> on on proxies, so. Right. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. Awesome. That's moving, boy. Okay, any others, Danny? Yeah. Um. So 100 passes a year. That is unreal. Um. She's just hot lapping it, bro. It's 30 passes a day, <laughs> right? And then she gets to skip one weekend a month, and then just, yeah, that's it. Boom. I mean, that blows me away right there. 
that anybody's at the drag strip that much. That is a lot of passes. Um, I imagine that your front end's all nice and built. You're ready for round robins. Uh, you can take that thing round for round. When are you going to oh, bring definitely. that thing uh, to the Illinois area so we can uh, beat up on it a little bit? When are you going to come race, Danny? He's calling you out on the podcast. Danny Voss, Kelsey Epp, the drag race of the century. I would love to. <laughs> that but would it's be fun. going to cost a lot to get there. <laughs> I can meet you halfway. Halfway. Oh, Halfway's okay. like Alberta, okay. bro. <laughs> like still, that's I know that's a province, but like you still got to get into Alberta to be halfway. They won't let me out of the country, Paul. Oh yeah. That's well, actually, right. it's yeah, that back court in. thing, right? It's right, that right, right. Yeah, back yeah, yeah. in. Forget thing. about that. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Danny's a dangerous felon. Yes, um, not. Awesome. Okay. Well, then back to my original ending question here, Kelsey. What should we have asked you today that we didn't? What would you like to just tell our listeners? Uh, you didn't ask about my canyon. Oh my God! I didn't ask about the she's canyon. Gotta, don't be hating when she's too hating. Fucking Danny. So this is why I listen to you guys all the time because I practically have to live in this canyon because I have an hour and a half drive every day Ooh. back and forth to work. Better you than me. So I get to listen to you guys a lot. Tell me about your two eight experience. Um, it's a huge difference from what I was used to. I had. I actually um, sold my LLY, my 05 that I had, that I put 350,000 miles on. LL there. Oh, my goodness. So I, I sold that to actually the owner of Supreme Diesel's son, and he's still running it and just maintenance. That's it. Quit that playing. You're happy. lying. And it had 500 horse every day. No, it didn't. You're telling that. stories. No, we're talking about the 28. No, I want to talk about the 28. It's Canadian miles. She's talking. I'm talking about Canadian LLY miles. being like this. Come on now. I got to straighten Paul out so all I the time, the Kels. Yeah. Back it on the 28. Six months to get it. Oh. Six months to get it up here because they weren't releasing any to Canada. So, anyway, then I finally got it and I put, I don't know, a couple hundred miles on it and took it straight to um, Integra Tire in Grand Prairie and did $20,000 worth of upgrades to it. Ooh. <laughs> it looks awesome. Now, hold on. That was 20000 Canadian, which is like 8 bucks US. But yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Right. You're going to get some serious hate mail. I hope they all hate mail you. <laughs> the Canadians know. It's yeah. not me. I, they're not hating on me. The exchange rate's terrible. It's not my fault. We have 6,000 likes on our Facebook. We're going to have 6,000 dislikes from our Canadians. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> no one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Kelsey. I'm sorry. You went. You spent twenty thousand dollars on. That is actually even in U.S. dollars. That's still a lot of money. Um, what what kind of shit did you buy? What what did you put on it? Uh, all kinds of things. Light bar. I did the headlights and taillights. They're all painted. Everything's color matched on it. Um, I did a lift. Did tires. I did fuel forged rims. And yeah, it's a it's a beautiful little truck now. It is. It looks awesome. By the way. Yeah, you're going to have to send us in some pictures. Danny, did you already get a picture of her 2.8 for the Facebook post? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we did all the bells and whistles. You went there and you were like, here's a blank check. Sell me everything you can put on this truck. I love Pretty that. Pretty much exactly that's what it is. You know, I I drove it stock for a couple hundred miles, and I cannot stand having not having a vehicle that everyone stares at. I, I just <laughs> I know the feeling. It has to turn heads. That's just the way it is for me, I guess. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, and then I think you're running Duramax Tuner Spade on it too, aren't you? 
yeah, I, I I have my own um, auto auto cows and everything, so I gotcha. Don't have a spade, but I have the I have the five teams. Yeah. How do you like them? How did it change the truck? Uh, it definitely helped because when I put the big tires on, it was really laggy. So it's pretty much back to stock now that you guys tuned it, like because of the big tires, right? Because it it took because they're so low power, it takes a lot of power out of it to turn those tires and I lose like four miles per gallon with Ugh. the big tires on it. You could have run so. a stock LML on stock tires and had probably the same fuel mileage then, huh? <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure my, my black LB7 got better fuel mileage. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, it's still it's still great. It's, compared to my LLY, it's just about double the fuel mileage. <laughs> well that's awesome what are the plans in the future where how crazy are we going with the 2.8 we're doing twins we're doing nitrous we're doing built 6 l90s what, what's up um i'm gonna leave it for a bit and we'll see how long that lasts until uh i i would really like to take my green truck to ucc so that's kind of what i'm going to focus on having a ucc built truck I was really inspired by Mike Graves' truck. It's very similar to mine. Wow. And after UCC, I was just like, oh, we got to do this or something like it. So You can do it. I love it. That's definitely what I'm inspired to do now and work towards. That is a huge, huge deal. Uh, did you just announce that you want to be in the UCC? Ooh. Is that is that official or is That's that unoffic- officially is announced on the Diesel I, Performance un- Podcast? Unofficially or officially? Because I don't want to put you on the spot or nothing. Uh, that can never go bad. Said I want to go. <laughs> Ten thousand people just heard Kelsey Epps say she's going to the UCC next year. Oh, yeah. I love it. Twenty eighteen, the year of Canadians winning competitions. That could happen. They're bringing the heat. I love it. I love it. Well, Kelsey, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day. We know how crazy uh, busy you are. Uh, We really appreciate you coming on the show and joining us to talk a little bit about your experience in diesel performance. Great. Thank you. So honored that you guys asked me. Not a problem. How can people follow you if they want to find out more about what you're doing in diesel? Uh, Supreme Diesel Facebook page. Um, and then I'm helping to run supremedieselperformance.com is our web store and you can always follow me on Facebook I I believe the follow button is usable on my personal page Kelsey Epps well that's awesome well thank you so much for joining us this has been Paul Wilson and I'm Danny Voss thanks for listening Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. To reach out to the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at duramaxtuner.com or danny at duramaxtuner.com.